0: Hey y'all, it's your girl Anisha and welcome to another episode of Your Realest Homegirl. (laughs) I'm back y'all. I know. I've been missing, I've been missing. You can fuss, you can get in the comments and fuss about girl, where you been, what's the tea, how is life, you know, you you can give me all of that, I'll accept all of that. Um... Hopefully, I'm back to stay now. We we had some hiccups. I was trying to focus on self, okay? I was trying to do the work. You know, I'm all about self-improvement. I was trying to improve myself. Dang. Don't come for me. JK, JK, you can come for me. Um. So let's just dive right into it this week. My nursing topic of the week is my favorite and least favorite parts of nursing. So I don't know what I thought nursing was going to be when I became a nurse because as a tech on the other side of it, I was just like, these helpers don't do nothing. Not it wasn't even that they don't do nothing Is I was doing a lot okay I was doing a lot and looking back on it now they was doing stuff but I just didn't know what it meant to be in that role I don't know it was just it's not given what they said it was supposed to have gave okay okay But, you know, there are good parts. I'm not just going to come in here and bash nursing, but I will let you know it ain't for the weak of heart. Write that down. Okay. Pencil that in, my friend. So, favorite part. I have, I think, I feel like I talked about this before. A bit of social anxiety, which people are like, no, you're very social. Yeah, I'm social in social situations I can control but I mean and then that also goes back to my control issues I should probably I should probably get a therapist I should probably do that I'm gonna put that down in the books I got to get and I got to get a therapist that's gonna keep it real I'm gonna find me one of them anyway (laughs) I digress um so a bit of social anxiety. However, one of my favorite parts of nursing is bonding with strangers. And I know that sounds really weird. Like what the heck is wrong with you? But you know, working nights is not always go, go, go. Now, hmm, the oncology floor I came from, it felt like go, go, go a lot of nights with all them antibiotics and checking the chemo and clearing the PCA pumps for the sickle cell patient. Like, it just felt like, girl, I want to sit and I want sitting. Okay. But so there were times where I could just sit in patient's room and bond, especially with the oncology patients. Like I done kicked the seat a few times, you know, and sat down and just really, I got to know them what was going on with them what was going through their heads i because i'm an old soul i kind of felt like i gravitated to the older oncology patients um random we had this one middle-aged guy well he was a little older than middle age but he was like mad cool like he really liked cars and we talked about cars for a bit and like we joked about um Him winning the lottery and I was like, if you hit it, you know, we buying cars, the car you talked about, run that back by me. Okay. I'll still be here. Lies though. I'm not there no more. So hope you don't come back looking for me. There's my old life. I have grown and evolved. (laughs) Um, But just talking about stuff like that, what their diagnosis means for them and their families. Like I got to do a lot of that. I also, I feel like I'd be talking. I don't know if I told y'all about my favorite patient of all time is the one-legged psych patient that I worked with mm, almost a year. Homegirl was there for a while, but I was sitting there and even though she was delusional, I would just sit in there and talk with her about her delusions. Okay. And you know, it wasn't all delusions. Like we would talk about, her aspirations when she left here, like she wanted to get a, a prosthetic and dance again and like all these different things, like that's just one of my favorite things is to bond with random people. Now it's different, like um, of course I work with pregnant and freshly parented, I don't know, postpartum, The that's what they are, but I don't know if everyone knows the term. I feel like you should know the term, but You know, I don't know everyone. I don't know my audience that well yet. Um, But working with pregnant moms that, you know, have to stay in the hospital for an extended amount of time, I feel like I can sit and talk with them. Um, I feel like that's my favorite population out of the two populations I work with now is the pregnant moms. Because I just feel like there's more, more time for conversation. And, you know, like how how they think this whole new newly pregnant women that like you know don't have any other kids how they think this is gonna go and like what have they been doing to get ready stuff like that I just enjoy that thing so bonding with strangers is one of my favorite things another one of my favorite things is doing small things that make a world of difference and I learned this when I was a tech and it would just be the, like, it's so crazy what you remember that people love. You know what I'm saying? Like, I would have, I would love working three nights in a row when I was a tech. Because by night three, I know your whole routine. You gonna want coke. You gonna want a warm blanket. You want me to turn the TV off. You want to go to the bathroom at a certain time. You taking your meds a certain time. Like, so I need to get back to setting third, And, um... Once I just brought a patient cause this is, this was like our third night together. So I walked out of the room and I came back and I had like a Coke and graham crackers and she was like, Oh, you remember my bedtime snack? And I was like, yeah, girl, we've been doing this three nights now. I know you. And like she laughed and uh, she actually ended up writing. Um, we had wild cards, which my new job we don't do enough uh, staff recognition there, okay? They really need to work on that because the, the two places I came before that, like that really does make a difference in people's performance. It, it truly does. I feel like, um people, like uh, there was a patient comment when I was like fresh into nursing and like they really noticed my patient care or something like that. I don't know, I remember, but I was like, oh dang, I felt like this whole week I was fumbling around and to know that somebody noticed me and the care that I took with them, like it really made me feel good. And it gave me a little bit of confidence in my nursing. So hello, recognize your staff. Dang. Um, (laughs) but she ended up writing a wild card about, you know, I remembered the small things and I tried to do that now. Like if a patient Okay, say the pregnant moms that I put on the monitor to monitor their baby um, for a NST, which NST is just like a 20 to 30 minute monitoring session of the baby to make sure that everything's fine with the baby. So if I know that they like to take a shower and then do it or do it and then take a shower and then take their meds, like I try to stay on top of stuff like that, remembering that. And that really does make a difference because people are just like, you know me so well. And it's not necessarily that I know you so well, but it's just like, I took the time to remember the small things and that's all that matters. Cause to be honest, sometimes I don't even remember my patient's names, but you know what? I don't remember your name, but I remember that you like your Pepsi with your Unisum at nine ask your NST. That's all I'm saying. Okay. I'd be trying to do that. Another one of my favorite things to do is to advocate for my patients. And I think that's just because I'm a real blunt and mouthy person just in general. So when, when you're trying to do something and I don't like it, not even that I don't like it. Like if you're really trying to disrespect my patient with some faulty ass orders or something like that, I'm going to come for you. Okay. Don't, don't try to give my patient and this used to piss me off. This is, this is one of the things. So I took care of a lot of sickle cell patients. They, the way they, their bodies react to pain versus the way everybody else's body react to pain, pain and pain medications are different. Okay. Especially ones that are on chronic pain medications and have a whole regimen for pain control at home. You're not going to come here and slap 0.5 of Dilaudid at them and think that that's going to do something. So especially if you take and start their PCA, which is a pain pump, their settings off lower than they usually are. I used to get mad when I call and be like, my patient said it. it's not enough. And if I actually take the time to call, it's because, like, I physically see that you're in pain. Like, some people just say they're in pain. You know, some people, pain is subjective. So you just can't say that someone's, you know, not in pain. It is. But like, I physically see that my patient is in pain. Their vital signs show that they're in pain. If I call you, don't disrespect us with a puff in the wind. Okay? Because I'm going to be like, no, we're we're going to have to come a little harder than this because now we're playing catch up. Okay, especially when pharmacy don't send you your stuff on time. But you know what? Nurse pharmacy beef, that's a whole nother episode in itself. You know what? Write that down. I'm doing an episode about that. Hey, yo, pharmacy, we got beef. That, that's going to be episode. I don't got the title of it and everything. Because I could go on and on about how pharmacy done pissed me off in a past life. But anyway, stuff like that. I, I like to advocate for my patients. And whenever you advocate for your patients and someone actually listens because all the time they don't, but you know, you taking the step as a nurse to do that is all that really matters. I, I can only go as far. And you know what? There has been times if my doctor don't answer the phone, if my doctor not doing what I need them to do, that's why you have a nurse supervisor. You can call, you know what? Y'all, My ain't gone. GLAD thing be so disrespectful during the podcast. I need to turn it off during the podcast. Because she just be spraying behind my head. And it's so strong. It's right behind my head. I'll be about to choke in here. But yeah, that's why you have a nurse supervisor. Escalate, escalate, escalate. Okay. That's there for a reason. You know, everyone's not superhuman. Sometimes people miss things and that's fine. But when I bring when I bring it to your attention, and we're still resting on our laurels, honey. That's a bring it on reference. If you don't know, ask somebody. Um, I need you to do something then. I need you to do something. So least favorite parts of nursing. I really want... <laughs> it. You know what? I feel like everybody is expecting me to talk about the bodily fluids that I have encountered in nursing as my least favorite part. You get used to it. I mean, before I was ever a nurse, I was like, there's no way I can be a nurse because I just can't wipe people's behinds. You get over it. I mean, to be honest, now I enjoy packing wounds, especially ones that tunnel. I miss that about, um, mid on holiday nursing. Like, I miss that. I miss packing wounds. I know that sounds weird. I actually enjoyed it. I thought about doing wound care for a second, but um, I don't know. It's just, I don't know. Anyway, I digress. So my least favorite thing, lack of resources. Let me tell you something. And by lack of resources, it could be staff, equipment. I can't stand. When large corporations, hospitals, whatever act, act, they be acting poor. They be acting the brokest of the broke. Y'all got money, and it be it be pissing me off. Okay, when I got to share something with somebody, or when I go to get something, we don't have anything, or we're out of it. It's just like, who's balancing the books? Where's the budget? Because y'all acting real. Y'all acting real PJs up in here. Okay. PJs was my PJs. I'm projects. living with the PJs. But they be acting real broke. Honey, I know you're not. Let's, let's not disrespect me like that. I know you're not broke. That just gets on my nerves. And I can't stand working short. And... Patients don't really notice it as much in the OB world when I work short, but honey, okay, when I used to work oncology and and they'd be calling out for pain meds and wear my night stuff because the the little old grandma want to go to bed, this, that, and the third, they would know. Y'all short tonight sure is. Sure, is, your granddaughter and niece, a nurse, Lord, not a niece. Your granddaughter a nurse, she want a job? We sure is. Um, You want to come out here, push a little cart or something? I don't know. People asking for beverages from me. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I can't stand working with a lack of resources. That bothers me. I have literally had to wrap beds with blankets and sheets before because we didn't have seizure pads. Seizure pads, if you don't know, are little pads that like pad the bed rails in case somebody has a seizure so they don't slam their head into the bed rail. It's just like, why do I have to be that ghetto in a hospital, okay? This is not a hostel. This is not a a shelter, okay? They, I could go on and on about lack of resources. Second thing is ungrateful patients. What you're not gonna do, and I will say oncology patients are some of the most grateful, just humble people to work with ever. Like they just really are like, they're so, oh, thank you for this. Oh, you didn't have to do this. Like I literally had an oncology patient that learned how to stop, get the air bubbles out of his chemo because he didn't want to bother nobody. And she's like, Sir let's not do that, but thank you, thank you, but let's not, but thank you, like, they just don't, they don't go out their way to make your life hell, they don't, they're just like, you know, I don't, I don't really want to make a wave, like, I, this, this is a good example, one time, I hate working behind this nurse, we're gonna call her Miss Frizzle, nurse Frizzle. Cause she remind me of Miss Frizzle. Like she all over the place, but then she got that reddish looking hair, but it's short. She got, anyway, so nurse Frizzle, mind you, my patient was supposed to get blood. They were preparing the blood when I left. I come back. She still has not got her blood. Her blood has been ready since nine o'clock that day. And you know, she said the nurses kept saying she was coming back and they're short and this, and the third, and I just didn't want to, you know, make a fuss about it, and when I came in, I was like, I'm gonna make a fuss about it for you, because why was this blood ready all day long, and you just been sitting here, and it's not like, you know, she's sitting here with a stable hemoglobin, like, her hemoglobin was like, 6.3 or something, like, can we not, can we, can we get my girl some blood, she just sitting here looking right pale, but she didn't want to bother nobody. I used to hate coming behind Nurse Frizzle. She just never be that nurse. If you a nursing student or a nurse out here listening to my podcast, don't be that nurse. Don't leave something like that. Don't, don't leave nothing for me in general if you can help it. Okay. But if you can't help it, I understand. I got 12 hours I figured out, but I ain't going to be mad. But don't be leaving no nonsense behind me. Um, my last least favorite thing goes kind of hand in hand with my, um, one of my favorite things standing up for my patient. I hate when I stand up for my patient and I don't, I'm not heard. And the crazy thing is nurses are one of the only people that sees the entire clinical picture of the patient. Like, you know, doctors see the medical side, social work sees the social emotional side. And, you know, maybe there's even a psych component where they see, you know, the, the mental component of things, but I see it all. I, I saw the relationship between The mom and the baby dad, when he came in, I also saw what her hemoglobin looked like. You know what I'm saying? She was also confining me and crying to me about, you know, feeling down. Like, I see all of that. Why would you not listen to the person that sees everything? I don't understand. I feel like a lot of times, not even necessarily physicians, but mainly physicians, They think we just be making stuff up for the fun of it. I I don't have time, sir, man, person to be making something up. I don't, I don't have the time, space and or imagination for that at the moment. Okay. If I tell you, you might want to come down here because she looked like she's circling the drain. You might want to come down here. Okay. I remember one night I had, um, a patient with an obstruction, and she had a NG tube down, and you know, it was, the output was, uh, it was a fair amount of output, and she just looked so pale, and whatever, and like, when I got report, there was, oh, she's been looking like that, and I'm like, "Mm." like, y'all okay with her looking like that, like, she did not look well at all, and throughout the night, like, she just kept, like, I'm in so much pain, so much pain, But her blood pressure was so low and she kept wanting me to give her this morphine. Like I would call the doctor and she was like, well, give her a point, whatever, whatever, or however many milligrams. And I'm just like, this is not, this is a little more, this is something else. So, I finally my tech goes in there and she's like, I can barely get this, like I can't get blood pressure on the machine I was like get it manually I forgot what it was it was in the toilet I went in there and I felt her her pulse because I was just like I don't trust the machine to count it I'm a and it was so thready bruh I thought that that lady had um her bowel had ruptured or something like she Went into AFib with RVR. I had to call a rapid response. All night long, I was just like, hey, like, might want to come up here. And where I worked then, uh, nurse practitioners, for the most part, were on call at night. This particular one, mm, she wasn't the type of person to come see somebody unless they was coding or you called a rapid and she didn't have a choice. So I called a rapid because I was just like, I've been trying to get you here all night, sis. Where you been in? But so, I move on. Those are my faves and least favorite parts of nursing. So, I hope you learned something about me. This podcast today is going to be a, a little longer than it usually is because I'm just I'm just trying to give y'all a little extra because I've been missing and I, I've been neglecting y'all. I have. I have. It's cool. So, I'm going to skip the raising these kids part. Because the topic I want to talk about is very lengthy in itself. And I know y'all be wanting to hear my stories. So I'm I'm going to save this one. I'm going to go to Dayton. Okay. And which y'all know Daytonese Millennium and I have not. Okay. I haven't. We've put that on the back burner. However, I can share some insight with past experiences so this next this next little uh segment we're highlighting dirty boys today okay and this is advice to all millennial men out there that are dating or entertaining a a lady friend okay i'm not saying that your house has to be the sistine chapel pristine honey but I want y'all to start taking pride in where you live and cleaning up a little bit okay y'all so my first story (laughs) have y'all ever seen the movie Joe's Apartment if you haven't Joe lives in an apartment with all these roaches and like they basically cohabitate the apartment together like that is Joe and the roaches apartment I when I was going to college, um, one I stayed on campus, I was talking to a guy and he stayed off campus, but the place wasn't, this wasn't his place. He was house sitting for somebody, uh, because they had a dog. And so he, you know, was like, Hey, I'm house sitting. You want to come, you know, spend the night at the apartment with me and the dog. And I was like, mm, that's fine you know, I'm not doing nothing. I'm in the dorm room cooped up. I want to get out and be cute and all stuff. So I have my little a night bag. Oh, I don't know if I talked about my a night bag before, but my a night bag from college, you couldn't tell me nothing. I had little alligator skinned, uh, what's it called? Handles. The whole bag itself was black and white leopard print with pictures of leopard. And it had like these gold zippers and clasps and stuff girl got that thing from the stockyard but you couldn't tell me nothing that when i seen that at the stockyard i said oh that's gonna be my spend the night bag that's what i was thinking y'all i don't <laughs> that bag. looking back at it that bag was gaudy it was tacky that bag was not it and i just thought that that bag was the world anyway so you know i got my little I so we, we get there, we order pizza, and we're eating the pizza. I get ready to go put the pizza on the counter after we're done. And he was like, no, 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 put it in the refrigerator. I'm like, okay. Y'all, when I went to go put it on the counter, that's when I saw the first. And it, you know what? Usually, roaches are a little more respectful. And they'll just come out like a little one and like peep back. Nope three of them suckers came out, I think just at the smell of the pizza. My thing is how you have a dog and roaches. I thought like, don't the animals don't like scare the roaches away or talk to, I don't know. I don't know y'all. I don't, I've never had animals that lived in my house. You know what I'm saying? With roaches. I just, I don't know. Okay. I thought that was a thing. I thought maybe the dog might eat the roaches. I don't know. Okay. But they were there and I was like, oh, so when I saw that, y'all, I took and went to my little spinning night bag and I zipped up all of my little zippers that I could. Because I was like, I'm not carrying these back to my dorm. Well, I carried them back to my dorm. So my roommate at the time, her grandma um, house, they had roaches. And we had just came back from uh being on break not too long ago so we were just sitting in our or whatever and a roach crawled out in the middle of the floor and you know jumped up killed it and she was like oh my gosh did I bring roaches from my grandma house and you know for a second I was like yeah oh my god girl like we got to clean up everything and she went through all her stuff this that, and the third so we taking stuff out the room and I put my little bag in the hallway y'all I saw a roach crawl out one of my little pockets. Because the pockets on the front were just like little flip over pockets. They didn't have zips on them. And I was like, oh, I brought the roaches. So <laughs> I took and shook my bag. And like killed the roach that was in the hall. To this day. To this day, she probably still think. Because we don't talk to each other no more. She probably think that she the one that brought the roaches in there. But I did, y'all. And now y'all know. So this is episode lucky episode number seven so if oprah end up hearing this and i get big or something hey girl yeah i did it and (laughs) i ain't right i'm not right um next dirty boy and you know i'm still cool with this person um not in like a we have conversation you know we say stuff to each other on social media from time to time, but I went to this guy's house and this, this is the thing that kills me about men. They just don't care. I'm just, I'm just convinced bruh, because there's no way that you don't realize how nasty something is. It's just, you don't care. So he had his room and then, you know, his room has a bathroom in it. And then like the common bathroom, in his apartment. So first of all. He knew I was coming to stay. He knew at some point. Every time I go to the bathroom. I'm not going all the way to his bathroom. To use the bathroom. There's one right there. Beside the living room. I go to that bathroom y'all. There is a black fuzzy ring. Around the toilet. And I know y'all know. The the stages. Of, of filth in toilets okay you get a little yellowish ring around your toilet before anything I have before that day I had never I didn't know your toilet could grow a black fuzzy ring and how did I know it was fuzzy because when I flushed it it just it kind of moved y'all I thought I was going to die and on top of that this is one of my pet peeves bro I cannot stand when the shower is clogged and you take a shower and you take a foot bath too. That burns me up so bad. I hate standing in what I just wash off of myself. Like, I cannot stand showers that have foot baths. So, I I already was like, what is this? Like, I wanted to clean his toilet. But it's just like, no, I don't want to clean that. Oh, uh, just thinking about it, I lowkey want to barf a little bit, and then the next day I had to stand in that shower with the foot bath, and it's just like I felt I felt bad, like I didn't want to embarrass him bringing this up, but I was just like, I forgot what I did, y'all. I was just like, yeah, like. Because he had a roommate at the time. And I was like, when's the last time you cleaned the bathroom? He was like, I don't know. I don't keep up with that or something like that. And I was just like, oh my God, but you should. Because it looks, it looks bad in there. That's what I wanted to say. But I do, you know, aside from me just telling some things like there are, I do try to stare at people's feelings, okay? I ain't heartless. I do be trying to look out for folks' feelings, so... Mm. but he definitely made it to the Dirty Boy list, um, and after him is Mr. Nat City, so I don't know, I might have talked about this guy as far as me talking about something, excuse me y'all, my bang ain't kicking, um, as far as me talking about Doing something nice for a guy. Um, this guy I was talking to, he got a promotion, and I bought him a cake. So, you know, just a little congratulations cake. I picked it up from the food line. Nothing fancy. We've been talking for a little bit, but like this was my, you know, my effort trying to push things forward a little bit. You know, like, oh my gosh, she's nice. She, you know, really thinks about. I don't know you know I was doing nice stuff I don't do nice stuff no more. I don't know how to explain it I was nice okay I was I, I used to be nice in the past life anyway so I go to get something to cut the cake with y'all it's not like this man didn't know I was coming and I know you know issues with garbage disposals this that and the third sometimes you get gnats fruit flies whatever I have never seen a gnat infestation of that kind in like it was in that sink okay I didn't want to take nothing from nowhere and cut nothing that was in that that was in that house I think I ended up using plastic utensils because that was not the vibe, y'all. I was just like, oh my God. And on top of that, bruh, when I went to go wash my hands, there was a black, I don't know where it'd be black. Is it, does it mold? What do they be doing? But there was a black like film at the bottom of the outside of his tub. And I was like, The shower curtain was pulled, so I can only imagine what the actual tub looked like. But, bruh, it looked like that on the outside of your tub before you even get in your tub. I was not here for it. I was ready to go. And then on top of that, it's just like he stayed in a nice neighborhood. You know what I'm saying? He had a nice job. Men. I'm I'm, I'm preaching to y'all right now. We don't want to sit on a futon. You you are a professional now. Get a couch. Get a couch. I don't know what it is with grown men in futons. Quit. Stop. If you don't go down to the big lots and get you a couch, Lord, be sitting here buying top shelf liquor every weekend. You ain't got you a couch. I don't even want to get started on, it burns me, it burns me down to my core, okay, you bet not be out living your best life, and you don't have no curtains in your house, I will call a grown person out for that in a heartbeat, you, you, you in the club every weekend, you got sheets up to your window, I have a problem with that, okay, I, I have a part, me and you have a vendetta now, if that is you, if I am preaching to you right now, you can go to the Dollar General. You can go to the Family Dollar, okay, and get you some curtains. Stop. Because you be in the ABC store every Friday night, getting you a bottle of, of Patron and all the Henny and all the stuff. Go buy you some curtains and get them sheets off your wall. Good gosh, grown folks be looking right. like right juvenile. So this, this last little segment, this is going to be something new. I'm adding to the show. It's going to be your realest homegirl reviews. I know, right? Y'all going to hear about how I what I think about some stuff. So I just did review three little things this week. One is Secret Society. Secret Society is a movie on Amazon Prime. And at first I was real hesitant because I was like, I have to pay, I think like $9.99 to rent this movie. I am not, y'all pay that money and rent that movie that movie is good it's about um two trans women that are like living this scammer lifestyle not even well yeah no scammer lifestyle and just them navigating the trans community and oh it was so good i was hooked and there, there was a hook at the end and I won't even expecting it. Like it was so good. You know, usually you can see the, the foreshadow. I didn't see it. I didn't see it at all. I don't know why my phone think I'm talking to her and I'm not, I guess. Cause I said, see it. I don't know, but secret society is good. And y'all really need to watch it. Um, the second thing I'm gonna review city barbecue, One opened up here, I don't know if there was one in Greensboro before, but on Lawndale, by that, what's over there? Is that Lawndale? I think that's what it's called. Lawndale, there's a Target, a Lowe's Foods, a Dollar Tree, and like some office store. Anyway, I got the sampler with ribs and brisket and then i got it came with ribs i got ribs brisket mashed potatoes macaroni and cheese and i feel like it oh and it comes with hush puppies so i mean the hush puppies it's really hard to mess up mess up hush puppies they were good the mac and cheese was in you know mashed potatoes they were fine i mean the mac and cheese won't like this mac and cheese smacks like no it wasn't all that it was fine my ribs were burnt. Okay. And not like the little crisp that you get from grill. No, they were burnt and my brisket was salty. So I'm giving city barbecue a three out of 10 and I'm giving you the three for the sides. Cause I had three of them and they were just basic. Okay. Don't waste your time and your money. I sat in the line for a while. Um, I mean, my food was less than 20 bucks, but it's it's not even worth it. Just don't waste your time. Um, the last thing I'm going to review is a song. Um, the song Five Five from Toby. I'm not even going to mess up his name featuring his uh, his wife, Fat, and I'm not going to mess up her name. That That's my song. I've been listening to that song on repeat since they dropped it. First of all, let's just start off with the opening line. look dog I'm extra unique, my whole aura screen talent that sound like my type of song okay i i I am talented, okay, and then the if you black we in sync bye 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 what mind blown mind blown. And my favorite line of his wife, I mean, there. She gave me several favorite lines. Um one of them was Ariana ain't the only one to do with Grande. Okay. Per. It. Okay. Period, Pooh. Per. All the things. I don't know, whatever y'all be saying on the Snapchat. Yes. And then, oh, another line that she said, hold on. I got to find this because I want to say it right. If you breed and don't care for your seed, what is you? She said it, not me. Okay. But I'm saying, what is you? What is you? They just hold in the, the video for it to be. That mint green did something for me. Okay, the mint green did something for me. That was a win for me. It was the visuals for me. It was the lyrics for me. It was the energy for me. I just love the whole song. So I hope you enjoy your Realist Homegirl reviews. Um, Leave me comments on the Instagram. Message me. Tell me things that you would like for me to review. And I'm going to get me an Amazon affiliate page. So I'm going to start reviewing actual items as well. So I have an item from Amazon that I'm going to review on next week's episode. And I'm going to have it up on my affiliate page. So, you know, y'all just let me know. This has been fun. You know, I missed you. I hope you missed me too. I'm back. Okay. And, I hope you've enjoyed this week with your realist homegirl.